0: So busy trying to be perfect or disqualifying ourselves because we know we're not, so we just live outside of our inheritance because we're a mess. But so thank God for the grace of God. <laughs> I did forget when I got when um, I woke up in the middle of the night and started writing down a message. I did forget about the newborn, <laughs> so in Jesus' name, He'll be okay. I was like, Oh, yeah, how am I supposed to preach with oh, yeah, I got Michael, but um. Anyway, so we're so blessed to be here, and we're expecting um, an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. So I'm just, I'm just going to share the word, and I, I usually, usually when I have something to share, let me find my, this, this is a mom sharing here, so you got to just bear with me here. But uh, usually when I share, it comes anytime I get something from the Lord, it comes from my weak spots, my weakness, my uh, I'm just a mess and frail. Then God downloads with to me. So whatever I have, I'm just going to share with you. So I'm up in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning, and I'm, my mind's racing. That's st- stupid, all, all sorts of stuff. My kids, Facebook, nothing. I, I, my mind's just, I'm like, I'm all fleshed out. And after, and I can't go to sleep. I'm just thinking, and then I'm like, what am I doing? What are, we're ministering, to I should be panting. My heart should be panting for the Lord. What am I What am I thinking about? God, help me. I, I'm spending this time. I can't go to sleep. I sh- Oh, thank you, Jesus. So Try to start praying. Give my—I I don't know—a minute later, my mind's thinking about everything else. I don't know how much time's going by, and then I'm like, "What well, I am? I can't believe I, we drove all the way up here. I can't even pray in the middle of the night. What's my problem? I'm so weak. Everything's so messed up. I'm so fleshed out. I'm so full of myself. And at that moment, this is how God we encourage ourselves in the Lord at that moment of just feeling weak. Uh, I thought, I thought, um, what did I thought? Why are you downcast? My soul? Why are you? What is yes. Hope in God. I just chewed on that for hope in God, hope in God, hope in God. And within a matter of seconds or a minute, do you know God just lifted my head and my spirit? And I mean, that is the walk of faith. That's why it's called the just shall live by faith because it's all trusting in him, hoping in him and not in ourselves. But we got to get out of ourselves to just stand in awe of him. So with that, I was like, I'm out of bed, and I got a message for today. And by the time 4:30, 5:30, Vinny woke up, 6:30, ready to seek out. I'm like, and then I'm like, sleeping at the end of the bed. I'm like, I got a message, whatever. But I don't care if I sh- I didn't have to share it or not. I just like, I'm like, really, should I write this? I got a whole thing in my head, so I'm just. This is the goodness of God in our, that's why Paul said, I boast in my weaknesses. His strength is perfected in our weaknesses. So we're going to, today I'm just going to break down Psalms 23. And then the Holy Ghost is going to be poured out. And it's going to be poured out as I speak. And I thank you for pockets of revelation and like deliverance as we share the word. So let's, let's go. Okay. <laughs> The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. A shepherd leads. So he's he's leading us. He has led you. He's led you through your failures, your mistakes, your ups and your downs. We're the sheep, and he's the shepherd. So relax. Don't worry about the past. Don't worry about the future. He's the shepherd. I shall not want. Uh, Let's go to James um, chapter 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Okay, let's go to James chapter 1, verse 2. Consider it pure joy. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Now the Lord is my shepherd, but yet I'm facing trials of many kinds. He's leading me, but we're so conditioned to be like wrapped up in the trials. We're forgetting the Lord is my shepherd. Consider it pure joy when you face trials of many kinds, like for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. So there's a grace when I take I just got to, I just got to ponder in that one. That's, I, the, that's the way I meditate is I consider it pure, pure joy when you go through trials. Have we done that lately? Uh, we're so caught up fighting the trial. We're so in our emotions. That's the point. Oh my gosh! I can't take myself. I can't take my kids. I can't take my husband. I can't take it. How? I mean, this is the life. It's like if we. This is the life of the flesh versus the life of the spirit. It's like understanding the Lord is my shepherd, and there is, there is a grace and like actually a command and a and a enabling to consider trials pure joy. Because you know the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Not lacking anything. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Patience means I haven't gotten what I'm believing for yet, right? If you have to that you may be patient so you may lack nothing. So thank you, Lord. He's the shepherd. He's leading us and it's, we're not leading ourselves. Okay. So when my kids are in strife, when money is dried up, it was when Jesus was led into the wilderness and he left in the power of the Holy Ghost. But when we're in our wilderness, or when we're in our trial, or whenever there's a whirlwind around us, are are we looking at that? What did I do wrong? Did I not pray enough? Did I not have enough faith? Or are we just walking through knowing, oh, hes I, I trust my shepherd. I trust my shepherd. Or is it all about us and what we did wrong and our, our regrets, our mistakes? Okay, so we prophesy, I shall not want, I shall not lack. We shall lack no good thing. Okay. Um, he makes me to lie down in green pastures while resting. Oh, so sheep, green pastures, sheep eat green grass, right? That's the food for sheep. So we're resting and eating. We're called to rest and eat. They rest and eat while they're lying down. I, I Googled about sheep in the, in the middle of the night, and they rest and And they eat as they are laying down. So there is a banqueting table set today in the presence of our enemies. There is a feast while darkness is around. Okay, so he makes me to lie down in green pastures. I have Jesus said I have food you know not of my meat is to do the will of my father and what is the will of God in everything give thanks this is the will of God so now for example you're you're hit with a fiery dart you're struggling or you think how can I receive the spirit or how can I be free in everything give thanks. This is the will of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Suddenly, my spirit is fed with meat from heaven that I didn't know was there. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, we're, we're going to blow through this. He leads me beside still waters. John chapter 7. Verse 37, Jesus, on the last greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, if anyone is thirsty, is anybody thirsty? Is any, We gave an altar call a couple weeks ago at a church that hadn't experienced a move of the Spirit in decades. A slight move, but we Vinny said, is, who's sick and tired of being sick and tired? I'm telling you what, the whole church came up and Everybody got touched by the Holy Ghost. Who's thirsty? I'm th- I, we need him every moment. I, we, the flesh does not satisfy. If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within him. There's rivers of God in our belly, and they've been dammed up, and God wants to let them out. Let him out let him out. Hallelujah. By this, he meant the spirit whom those who believed in him were later to receive up to that time, the spirit had not been given. So we're talking about the Holy Ghost that's going to be poured out. That's been poured out. Um, okay. He leads me beside the still waters. We're called to draw with joy from the wells of salvation. Have you been drawing with joy from the wells of salvation? he restores my soul okay this is for fathers today he restores my soul God restores all things everything I, everything that's holding us back because we can lay hands we 're going to lay hands and the Holy Spirit's going to touch you today but then if you go back to your same mindset and you 're not restored in your soul then you're you're not going to know how to get out of yourself, rest and eat, rest and drink from the water, ha, live in a restored soul. So you can get touched here and then just go back the same way, but he's restoring your soul. And the one way that happens is before he, the word, the Bible says he's going to restore all things, but before he can restore all things, he wants to restore your He wants to restore you and align you up with the word of God. So every part of you that's broken, that has regrets, and I just felt like there's fathers in here who are filled with shame, second thoughts, regret of the past. If only I had done this, my kids would be different. If only this, if only that, and just like a baggage that you feel like you have to carry your whole life. But if He's going to restore all things, that means it's going to be it's going to be good, and He wants to restore your soul and just shake off that lie. Um, Romans, Romans, um, let's see. Romans 8:20 says for the creation was subjected to frustration how many dads have been subjected to frustration how many moms how many how many people have been subjected to frustration lately hello <laughs> Okay. So if, and usually with frustration, it's like, what's wrong with me or what's wrong with them? Basically sums it up to me, (laughs) but the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice. So let's get off the, uh, hang up that it's our fault. First of all. Okay. Even in our sin, it brings us to death. So I'm not saying God uses it all as a tool to give to ultimately that we'd be conformed into his image and that we could only boast in the grace of God anyway. So um, for the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope. The hope of heaven is being deposited on dads right now in Jesus' name. The, The frustration that you've lived with, God said, I subjected you to it. Not your choice, but by me, who caused the frailty in our flesh, who caused the weakness in hope. And I'll tell you, one day when I was feeling my lowest, despising my own faults, despising the faults of my kids all of hope, I felt all of heaven's hope. And God was saying, "I, it's my design and I don't see the what you see. I see the end from the beginning. And the, to finish the verse, um, in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage. Your kids are going to be deliver, delivered from what they're struggling with. I'm going to be delivered from what I'm struggling with. It's a process. It's a journey. But I know he's my shepherd and it's all good. I shall not want. He, de- he's going to, in hope, he's going to deliver us and our spouses and our kids from this corruption that we, we struggle with. So you would just, just say, I forgive myself. It's, it's all good. He's got this. And this is what I felt. This is from the message, message Bible, which I usually don't, um, don't read, but it's Deuteronomy 30 verse three to six. And this is what I felt is like a prophetic word for dad. So just take it. God, your God, will restore everything you lost. He'll have compassion on you. He'll come back and pick up the pieces from all the places where you were scattered. No matter how far away you end up, God, your God, will get you out of there and bring you back to the land your ancestors once possessed. It will be yours again. He will give you a good life and make you more numerous than your ancestors'. God, your God, will cut away the thick calluses on your heart. Isn't that awesome? This is the whole point of Psalms 23. He will cause you to lie down in green pastures. He makes you to uh, drink the still waters. He restores your soul. All we could do is just say, yes, God, here I am. Yes, 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 and amen. amen. I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with, okay, I agree. And it just let him be the lifter of your head, the lifter of our soul. And then whew, he just restored my soul. Suddenly I'm in the depths of the pit and yet his word restores my soul daily. But it ha- we need to wake up and be aware we can't just be feeding ourselves with our own soulish emotions. Otherwise it's, it's, we're a mess. So, um, God, your God, will cut away the thick calluses on your heart and your children's hearts. Oh, thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Let's just stay there right there. He's going to do it. He's going to cut away the hard calluses on our hearts and our kids' hearts, freeing you to love God, your God, with all your heart, soul, and soul. And live, really live. So, Lord, I thank you that's the commission, especially for the dads here, that we're called, all of us are called to really live. And he's the one that's going to do it. He's the one that's going to get the glory. And even as we, as we receive the moving of the Spirit, it's going to be we're going to rest and we're going to eat. We're so used to, oh, yeah, I got it. Oh, I wish I could be more like that. Oh, I wish I was more Holy Ghost-like. Rest and... I agree, rest and agree, all oh, heaven. You wanna fill me? Okay, come on, bring it on, I'm here, hallelujah. Um, yay, uh, okay, he leads me in paths of righteousness. Oh, that's good to know. Did you know you're on the path you're on is a path of righteousness? Or or do I feel righteous today when I'm righteous? Oh, I'm not on a path of righteousness this day. Oh, my kids are not. oh, we're so schizophrenic. Thank you that I'm on a path of righteousness. All your, all your ways are peace. All your paths are peace. I, that's, that's somewhere in Proverbs. Um, amen. Um, he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Oh, but it's all about me, usually in my head. But it's all for his name's sake. The whole point is all things work together for good because he's conforming us to him. Okay so that means that's the whole point if we're not squeezed if i didn't need deliverance then i don't need a deliverer so if we don't need if we didn't need what is it help we don't need a helper the helper if we don't need comfort we don't need the comforter but yeah we're so hung up on our own issues but that's the whole point it's just yes yes and just joy in the journey of trials and ah I'm t- <laughs> yes, amen. Um, okay. <laughs> Woo, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, um, okay, so for his sake, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Wait a second. I thought we were in the path of righteousness and he's the shepherd. So, uh, but I feel the shadow of death around me. And what do we usually do when we feel the shadow of death? I just want to crawl in a hole and die. Hello? But he's, but let's go, he's the shepherd and he's causing us to rest and eat and drink from the waters, the still waters. But when it comes to the valley of the shadow of death, it says, walk, just walk right through it. Just walk. <laughs> Do you know what it's like to I'm like nursing my baby in the subway, embarrassed, trying to find a place to hide or my kids are screaming, they're yelling, they're fighting. Everything's a mess. And I'm like, god, how we're not good enough to to do this? How can we minister? Everything, you know, we should why am I even here? And that's that's the whole point. Just walk through the valley of the shadow of death and have no fear. Cuz that's when the fear comes. Just like, oh, you know, I'm afraid for my kids. Why did this happen? Why am I, what's going on? No fear. Just walk through the valley of the shadow of death. It's just a shadow. Don't forget, he's the same shepherd that causes us to rest and eat. But we're so consumed with the wilderness, the trials, and it just is our whole identity. And we forget the great loving shepherd and he's just, oh, just walk through the valley of the shadow of death. But you know what? Instead, we're like the valley of dry bones and we just camp there and shrivel up and die. And he is speaking life to that valley of dry bones. He's speaking, say, "Come alive!" And that's why it was an army, and they like marched. They walk through that valley. Don't stay in that valley. Hallelujah! It's the next part. Walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. And even when you feel that spirit of fear, that's your confession. I fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Again, we got it all backwards. Oh, you feel corrected by the Lord? Usually, that means like you're doing something wrong. But yeah, so we're just so like, oh, I can't believe I'm still struggling with this. Oh, going around the mountain again. But it's like it's that's the rod and the staff brings comfort. We have to embrace the dealings and the correction and the pruning of God so that we can yield fruits of righteousness. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Again, surrounded with spirit of lust, spirit of perversion, spirit of this, enemies. Just, you know, your kids are enemies at each other. I mean, I'm just, I am believing for peace and unity in my home in Jesus' name. Whatever it is that you're believing, you're just surrounded by enemies. In the middle of that, he's prepared a banqueting table. But if we're so busy, oh, the devil's attacking me. Oh, we're just focused on the enemy, and we're missing the table before us. And, you know, I always think of the fruit of the Spirit, like, and it's true, the fruit of the Spirit that God wants us to have in our life. But I thought of the fruit of the Spirit, like, the Holy Spirit has fruits. He has fruits for me to eat. Have I eaten of his joy? Have I eaten... Of his peace, of his patience, of his kindness, his goodness, his self control. And I saw myself doing this, so I'm gonna do it. Uh, but he's throwing joy, he's throwing fruit of peace, he's throwing fruits at you. We're so worried, why isn't the fruit of my life yet? Why don't I have more joy? And meanwhile, we're just, the fruit's on the table, and we're not. You got to take a bite of the fruit of the Holy Ghost. How can we live in the Spirit when we're not partaking of the Spirit? (laughs) Hallelujah! Hallelujah! (laughs) Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, drop out your fruit on us. We want to eat of you. We want to drink of you. We need you. We are hungry. We are thirsty for you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You anoint my head with oil. Ha, ha, ha. Hallelujah. The oil of God's being poured out today. My cup runneth over. These are declarations. It's not, oh, I wish my cup was running over. That is the lens of the flesh. We're always trying to do something and falling short. The way that God speaks is your cup's running over. Be filled. It's like you walk in it uh, by faith, that this is how. It's by grace that you're saved through faith. So walk in it. <sighs> Thank you, Jesus. My cup's running over. My cup's running over. It just, it just I just believed it. I just believed the word. So then our works of righteousness are nothing. They're nothing. It's just him. Um, It was Isaiah 61. That was eventually Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. The oil of the Holy Ghost is here and is upon you to trade with. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. Who's Who's been poor lately? He's pouring oil out. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. Brokenhearted, he's pouring out his oil to heal every crevice. Doors that have been shut, you didn't even know. The oil's coming in. Uh, to proclaim freedom for the captives. Release from darkness for the prisoners. If there's sin, you've been dealing with secret sin. C- bring it to the light, confess, tell somebody his oils here to heal, um, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And then it says, uh, to, okay. Oil of gladness instead of mourning. There's an oil of joy. That's going to be poured out. That is being poured out. It's his anointing. It's I, I say because he's, that's what Jesus said. It's fulfilled. It's done. So why do we just settle for crumbs? Hallelujah. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Well, we already know he's our shepherd, and then we got goodness and mercy hemming us in, following us. It's that we're hemmed in by God for from him and through him and to him are all things. So why are we worried? This uh, Psalms 23, it's like we, he leads us and he's behind us and it's a dwelling place. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. He's coming. It's a habitation. He's coming, not just for moves of the spirit or revival splashes, but there's, it's coming the time on earth where the kingdom of heaven is here. It's at hand and he wants to dwell among us. And like, this is the daily life. Let's, this is, it's time, not time just to come to church for the pastor to tarry on, for the pastor to wait on the Lord during the week. And then we come and we just, just open your mouths, let the pastor feed you. How about we all start waiting on the Lord corporately? I wonder what's on the Holy Spirit's agenda today. Are we so used to the routine of how church is supposed to be? The two fast songs, three, okay, the sermon, slight variations. Let's Let's let the Holy Spirit have his way and see what happens.